Cast. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. It's not about the corner office, it's not about the fancy title. It's not even about the extra money. Responsible leadership is about taking care of those who choose to follow you, and that care takes on many forms. This podcast is dedicated to bringing you the best guests with the best advice to help you succeed in that endeavor. The Responsible Leadership Podcast is a production of The Leadership Phalanx. To find out more about me and what I do, visit leadershipphalanx.com. That's leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X dot com. And now, on to today's show. Well, hello, listeners, and welcome to this episode of the Responsible Leadership Podcast. Uh, this is going to be another, not really a story episode, but I want to share a concept with you that I mentioned uh, quite a bit in, in quite a few episodes throughout the series of this podcast. And, you know, sometimes it happens mid to late in the podcast. And, you know, I know that some people just, you know, kind of peruse and maybe don't listen all the way to the end and shame on you for that. You should listen to everything. But, you know, hey, I understand people's listening habits. Um, but it's this concept of a finite and infinite games. And it's a very important concept, which is why I wanted to go ahead and dedicate this episode just to that. Now, to get acquainted with this concept, there really are two books that you want to, to read. The first one is uh, by a gentleman named James Carse, C-A-R-S-E, and it's titled Finite and Infinite Games, A Vision of Life as Play and Possibility. And he was really kind of the originator of this concept, uh, if you will. And the second book is one I'm sure a lot of you are already familiar with. It's The Infinite Game by Simon Sinek. Now, Simon relies heavily on James's work and his, but uses a lot of modern examples. Um, I'm going to try to really kind of uh, squish both of those books down, uh, very, very easily digestible, hopefully here over the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, but those will definitely put a lot of meat on, on what I'm giving you here. So the general theory is, uh, first you have to agree on what a game is and, uh, a game really is, um, more or less, it's any social interaction where the outcomes of one group depends on the actions of another group, right? It's not just like playing cards, dice, a board game. Uh, a game, in this instance, is, is very broad in definition, and it's broad in definition on purpose. And then once you realize, you know, kind of what a game is, then you got to realize that there are two different types of games, there are uh, finite games, which are games that we are more used to playing, the, the dice, the cards, uh, the board games, uh, video games, things that have a very clear purpose. There's a very clear set of rules. Everybody agrees to those rules before they start playing, 
everybody knows what they're getting into. And there are very clear conditions of one side winning. Now, the thing about a finite game is um, there's, there's no real mechanism to be able to change the rules on the fly. And that gives it that, that finality, right? Once you start, you know what's going to happen and the conditions for victory. And if you meet those, you win. The game is over. An infinite game, on the other hand, has some of those same conditions. You know, you, you go into it with a, a fairly clear set of rules. Um, everybody kind of agrees on those rules. But there are mechanisms in place to kind of change the rules. And in fact, you should change the rules because the point of an infinite game is really to keep the game going. Uh, you know, a lot of religions fall into this. A lot of businesses should fall into this category. Uh, a lot of thought and ideals. And yes, even some games, like a classic example uh, growing up, uh, you know, we would play the game Risk, loved the game Risk. But everybody had... Uh, some of their own kind of house rules, if you will. You know, you would draw the little route, uh, maybe connecting South America and Africa so you can move troops back and forth there, you know, whatever it was. And sometimes during the course of the game, if you really enjoyed it, you know, you could say, okay, well, um, now, you know, we've reached a point where, uh, certain groups have decided to form alliances and now you you've gotten alliances going on and now the game changes a little bit to to reflect a little bit more of a real life that's kind of what an infinite uh, game is and it's very important that you understand which game you are in and which game that you are playing right because as i mentioned a finite game has very clear rules there's a clear end an infinite game you want to keep it going if people go into a finite game uh, and then you try to make it an infinite game, it doesn't work. People get mad. They flip the Monopoly board. They do things like that and they walk away. If you go into an infinite game and you try to make it a finite game, it's not going to work because you've got infinite players there. They're going to try to find ways to keep the game going. That's what they agreed to. You may decide on your own that you're going to make it a finite game and, you know, set some criteria to where you're going to bow out. But most of the players are probably going to keep going. Okay, Earl, that's a lot of, you know, jibber jab theory type stuff there. How does this look in real life? Okay. Well, sadly, one of the best examples that this plays out in in real life is in the worlds of leadership, diversity, and inclusion, the worlds I play in, right? So what will happen in, in all of those instances is a company will come in and they'll say, oh, we really want to boost our leadership. We really want to increase our diversity numbers and we want to make people feel uh, included and like they belong in the organization. So we're going to bring you in and give you a couple hours to spend with our folks and we'll have done our duty. That's a finite approach to it, right? Yes, you, you showed some importance. Yes, you brought some uh, folks in, whether it's me or some of my colleagues that I've had on here. But you gave yourself a very clear end. I'm going to do this thing, and then we'll have, quote, won the game, and we can say we believe in leadership, diversity, and inclusion. That's a finite approach, and that's an approach all too often too many organizations take. What we need to be taking for those uh, items is an infinite game approach. So what does that look like? 
instead of bringing me or one of my colleagues in uh, for a session once uh, a year, maybe once every other year, you bring us in long term, right? We talk about leadership constantly. We talk about diversity constantly. We talk about inclusion constantly, right? Because what we want is we want there to be no clear end, right? We don't want to get together and set up and say, well, hey, you know, we're 92% white male and 8% other. If we can get to, you know, 80% male, 20% female, you know, maybe 70% white, uh, 30% uh, people of color, you know, those are great numbers. We'll have won the game. Those are good starting points. Absolutely. I'm not knocking it because that does show that you have some care and concern. But the the problem with starting the game like that is once you hit those numbers, it's all too easy for people to set back and say, we won, we reached 70%, we reached 30%, and then walk away and maybe fall back into some of those bad habits. And in five, 10 years after you have reached that goal, you're going over your numbers again, and all of a sudden you're back to 90% white male and, and 10% other. And you are sitting there thinking, what happened? You know, we did all this work. It's because you played it as a finite game, right? That's exactly what happened. If you go into this as an infinite game, you bring us in long term. You have us on, you know, speed dial for your leadership team so we can talk to you on a constant basis. That's how you make that change stick because that's how you change the culture. It doesn't become something that we do every once in a while. It becomes who you are as an organization. It becomes something that you legitimately mean, live, breathe, and and make multiple decisions by. Now, that sounds self-serving, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. It is in a lot of ways. But it's self-serving to the point that we want to help and we want to help your organization become better and make those numbers mean something for the long time. How does it look just from a pure business standpoint? Well, you see this a lot of times in, in the entrepreneur game, right? If somebody gets into it, they've got a product that they really enjoy, that they like, that they've come up with. It's a new twist, something like that. If they go into it and they say, my goal is to license, that's a finite approach to it, right? You've got this thing, you've made a great innovation, and you want a license, you've set clear conditions for victory. If you get a big brand to buy off on it and start mass manufacturing your product, you've won. But if you go into it with an infinite mindset of how do I make those next innovations? How do I make these next improvements? That's how you get from being an entrepreneur to a big business. All of the big players have done it that way. When you look at Microsoft, you look at Google, when you look at Apple, uh, when you look at IBM, when you look at, at, at any of the big players right now, no matter what sector they're in, none of them have started off their company with a finite goal in mind. They've started with infinite goals. They've started with how can we make things better constantly. They've embraced that concept of Kaizen, continual improvement for good, not just for the sake of improvement, continual improvement for good. They figured out ways to keep that game going and build something special. And the danger is, and Simon does a really great job of pointing this out in his book, um, is most 
people, most organizations, whether it is in the leadership, diversity, and inclusion space, whether it is in how their company is going to function, they never stop to ask themselves, which game are we going to play? Are we in this for a finite? Are we in this for the infinite outcomes? And here's the thing. There's honestly really no wrong answer to that. Okay, you may be able to argue that there is for leadership, diversity, and inclusion. And I get that. And you are probably right in my opinion. But in some people's opinion, playing it as a finite game is better than not playing it at all. And I can agree with that viewpoint as well. But in my opinion, my wholehearted opinion here is whenever absolutely possible, you need to be playing an infinite game and you need to make these types of decisions at the beginning of the game. When you're starting your business, when you're starting your leadership uh, development, when you're starting your diversity inclusion programs, you need to commit to the infinite game up front. And again, folks like me, a lot of colleagues I've had on this show, we can help you build programs that are going to make your organization an infinite organization. All right. So again, that's a very kind of squished down version of what finite and infinite games are and what they mean to you and why they should matter. So if you want to start building an infinite game type of, uh, type of project, you know, reach out to me, Earl at leadershipphalanx.com. I can come in, I can help you put together a leadership development program uh, that will have infinite implications. That's that's my gig. That's what I do. That's what the shields are based around. And those shields will fill in and funnel into your diversity and inclusion programs because they rely heavily on the value of diversity uh, of all types, inclusion of all types, and making people feel like they belong. So I can tell you right now, my program is very much infinite game oriented. So reach out to me, Earl at leadershipphalanx.com. And let's talk about putting a program together for you. And if it's not something that I can do, I will be more than happy to connect you with one of the fabulous guests I've had on this show that can help you. All right, folks, there it is. Quick and dirty, finite and infinite games. I'll have those books linked in the show notes so you can grab a copy of those. I really appreciate you listening, and I'll chat with you next time. Well, all right, folks, there you have it. Another great show about responsible leadership. I really appreciate you listening, and if you have any feedback for me, please reach out at earl at leadershipphalanx.com. That's E-A-R-L at leadership, P-H-A-L-A-N-X dot com. Thank you for rating, reviewing, subscribing, and sharing the show so these messages can spread further and make a bigger impact. With that, I look forward to speaking with you again in the next episode. Welcome, explorers of the human experience. This is Let's Talk Soul, and I'm your host, Claudia Monicelli. We're not afraid of the great mysteries of existence here. Soul versus consciousness, we're on it. Spirituality versus science, we've got that covered too. Join us in navigating these profound topics with wisdom, curiosity, and a dash of audacity. Whether you're a spiritual veteran or just starting your journey, Let's Talk Soul is your passport to the unknown. Let's Talk Soul, diving into the depths of the human spirit. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.
Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Electric acid. Electric acid.